It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? As this is being posted, it is official. We are in the last month of 2021. Seems like it flew by compared to 2020. (laughs) And I'm recording this on the Monday after Thanksgiving. Hopefully you guys had a great and relaxing Thanksgiving with family and friends. I know I did. Uh, We had a small event at our house. Maggie's family came over. A friend came over and had a lot of football, had a lot of food, had a lot of uh, good times. So hopefully you got to enjoy that as well. The other thing I want to make sure that I get out there, for those of you that don't know, one of the things that we have been doing for a long, I think this was the eighth year, maybe ninth year, is we have a piggy bank campaign throughout the year with those uh, clients and friends of ours that want to participate. And what we do is usually we have either an event or lately with probably, I don't know, the last four or five years is when we collect the piggy banks, we are giving a pie away, usually on the Monday or Tuesday before Thanksgiving. It's an opportunity for us to see people as they come into the office to get the pie, along with collecting the piggy banks. And then what we do is we we obviously we count the, the change or the checks or the dollar bills or bigger dollar bills. <laughs> we count those, and then... There's a local charity that we uh, will support. It changes every year. This year happens to be Big Brothers Big Sisters. And whatever we collect from those that participate, we then match as a company and we'll give those funds uh, to that charity. So again, this year it's Big Brothers Big Sisters. In the past, it's been a local food cupboard, uh, Meals on Wheels. Uh, many of you have heard me talk about that. Maggie and I actually still deliver uh, Meals on Wheels on a regular basis. So it's always enjoyable for us to be able to see clients when they get in, to interact with them. The abundance and the generosity, I want to say to everyone, thank you so much. Um, every year it means a lot to us to be able to collect that and, and, and give that money out. Um, in many cases, you know, it's, it's much needed. I remember when we went to uh, Meals on Wheels, I think it was three or four years ago, and they, they were commenting on how important it is, not just for Maggie and I who are going out and delivering, but for the cash uh, money that comes in to help uh, help with it and how they can use the cash so much more because of the buying power that they have the ability to use that. So again, thank you so much. Uh, generosity, abundance, it, um, it was really, um, we're thankful for that. For this last year. It also got me thinking over the weekend, as it is a weekend of Thanksgiving, on having that abundant mentality or glass half full mentality. And how does that come into our overall financial life? And it, you know, some of the things that have happened just over the last week or two, there's a new variant going, you know, coming out. So all of a sudden now we're starting to see some things happen from that. You know, the market didn't do too well on on Friday. It was There was a little bit of a pullback. And in addition to that, I read an article over the weekend for us here in Pennsylvania. They're bracing, or I should say the Pennsylvania Public Utility Commission 
is talking and warning us about a potential huge increase in our winter energy cost. In some cases, depending on where you are, as much as 50% beginning on December 1st. It has to do with the generation costs and the spikes. They're calling, they're attributing it to uh, you know market conditions, those things. But it is, um, you know, it's reality. And talking with a client today, the question was, Matt, what do you think the market's going to do? Are we going to see a pullback? And I said, yes. <laughs> but the reality is we don't know when that's going to happen. But when you're looking at your overall investments, the strategy that you have implemented, whether you are invested in the market, whether you're invested in real estate, alternative type of investing, and you have monies that are out there that you've invested and you have the potential for loss. One of the things that there has been enormous amounts of study on is behavioral finance. And the reality is behavioral finance has more to do with helping someone understand whether you're an advisor advising someone or you're an investor is how you are going to react when those accounts lose value. It's so interesting. You don't really, you know, when the market is doing well, the phone doesn't ring. When the market's doing well, people aren't comprehending or thinking about how are they going to react or not act in the event there's a pullback. And it's really important, in my opinion, when you are looking at your overall investment plan, your investment philosophy, whatever you are putting in place, is that you are taking into consideration the loss. How am I going to act in the event there is a loss? Now, we can, you know, I think back to uh, the, you know, into the first quarter of 2020, early part of the second quarter, you know, COVID's hitting, the market is, you know, taking a dive right off the cliff. And how are people going to react? You know, kind of like going back to 08, 09, early 2000s. We want to make sure that we're addressing within our own mindset how much risk we are taking and what does that number really look like. I think I mentioned this a couple times ago, a couple podcasts ago about I don't like to talk about loss in percentages. I don't like to talk about, well, you know, the risk that you're taking right now, there's the potential, it's very risky, there's the potential of a, a 35% drop in value. Because the reality is when people hear that percentage, my experience has been, including myself, is it doesn't really mean much. No different than going up 35%. But when I look at the actual dollar amount, so for instance, I got a hundred grand invested, and there's the possibility of a 35% pullback. Now I got 65 grand that used to be a hundred. How am I going to act or react? It's real important because the studies have shown that behavioral finance, especially when it comes to fear, can be the worst thing for an investor over the long term. In some cases, depending on what you do or what you don't do, can have a dramatic effect long term. You know, if you go back and you think about the markets down 40% at the end of March, and if you are all of a sudden now panic-stricken and you go to cash and you don't come back in the market for six, eight, nine months, then 
how much have you really recovered? I spoke to many people back in 08 and early 09 that did that. They didn't, first of all, they didn't understand the risk they were taking. That's the first thing I would tell you is you want to understand the overall household risk that you have and are you comfortable with it? And again, I always talk about risk is the, is the risk of loss. It's not the risk of gain, right? And so it's called risk tolerance, not reward tolerance. Many of you have heard me, me talk about that. But that is so important. So understanding your overall mentality and how you're going to react is one of the most and, – and how you're invested and that you're okay with it is one of the biggest things that you can do to make sure that when all of this – Stuff happens. And guess what? It's always happening. It's been happening forever. I can just think of the last 10 years. All Really, let's go back to 08. So what do we have? 13 years now. And all of the different things that have come at us after that. You know, Then we had a change in administration. Then we had the fiscal cliff that was going to happen. Um, you know, They were talking about, I think it was $700 billion is going to be taking out of the economy. How's the economy going to react? And then, of course, we had another change in administration. What's the market going to do there? And now we've had, you know, the experience of COVID over the course of the last almost two years now is those things are always going to happen. And you have to prepare yourself with how, in, in my opinion, with how you are investing to make sure that you don't have a knee jerk reaction, especially when it comes to fear. Um, people will respond and react more to fear than greed. And that's been proven as well. So again, this isn't a long one. Make sure that you, uh, you know, hopefully you do. Most of the people I talk to, they, you know, maybe it's just because that's what I attract because I believe in an abundance mentality, uh, uh, glass half full mentality. Be asking yourself those questions and then how am I going to react? Do I understand the risk that I'm taking and put dollar amounts to it? And am I going to react in a negative way based on fear that potentially has a dramatic effect on my overall finances, investments, what have you? So listen, if you have a question on your situation and you want us to address it, reach out to us speakwithmatt.com again www.speakwithmatt.com or simply give us a call 610-719-3003 listen everyone again thanks to all of our clients we so appreciate your generosity uh, i know big brothers big sisters will be uh, happy for that this year and uh, we'll be talking to you soon hopefully this has been valuable all right everybody take care